When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show but before we do any of that, though, let's get into tonight's topic. Let's get right into the news. Uh, Tyron Smith might be coming back, according to multiple, uh, according to one report out of ESPN. Uh, now, I'll be more specific than that. That that uh, this is not a deal that has already been reported on. But Jeremy Fowler from ESPN is reporting that the Cowboys are working towards it. Now, what do I mean by that? They are working towards a pay cut, but not with the guy that we've been talking about all of this offseason uh, regarding a pay cut, not about Ezekiel Elliott, rather about Mr. Tyron Smith from the Dallas Cowboys offensive lineman. This is the actual report. From Jeremy Fowler, uh, working on a resolution to bring eight-time Pro Bowler and also an All-Pro, by the way, uh, Tyron Smith back for a 13th season, which could include a reward contract. That is the key part. Smith is due $13.6 million in the final year of his deal. As you probably know, that complicates things for the Cowboys. You might want to bring back Tyron Smith. You might be interested in that, but you cannot kind of do it comfortably if he is due almost $14 million just because Tyron Smith's history over the last few years has been a little bit rocky, mainly because of the staying healthy part of the job. When Tyron Smith is out there, when Tyron Smith is out there on the field, there's not much to complain about. The guy still got it. He is one of the best players of the modern era for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and, and modern era, by that I mean, <laughs> by that I probably mean the non-Super Bowl era, as sad as that might sound. Tyron Smith has always been one of the excellent players. And I understand that keeping him with his current numbers would be kind of a headache just because you know, what are you going to do at that position? What are you going to add for depth, etc.? Are you sure that he's going to be a starter? So I can see that being a problem. But if we're talking about a reworked deal and we're talking about a pay cut, I believe this is a great idea and I believe this is a big win for the Cowboys. Let me know in the chat, do you agree 
or disagree that bringing back Tyron Smith on a reworked deal is a win for Dallas? Let me know in the chat. What do you make of the news uh, once more for those of you who are just joining the show right now? Tyron Smith and the Cowboys are working towards a resolution for him to come back. And it would include, according to Jeremy Fowler, uh, it could include a reworked contract. But, you know, you read between the lines and you figure out that this is likely happening, right? Uh, let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. I know this might cause some controversy. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to elaborate on my thoughts here. But I'm just going to say right off the bat, I don't get, I, I don't comprehend being against this. Uh, but, but, but we can talk about it. And, you know, this is what I love about the show. I love the back and forth. Let's see here. Uh, disagree, says Toxic Tom. Katharina goes with agrees. Uh, Sebastian agrees. Uh, Jeff agrees. He says definitely a pay cut, big pay cut. Let's see here. Dwayne Brown says agree. He's a Cowboys for life. Let's see here. Uh, Charlie and Evans says disagree. He's done so much for the team, but he's too washed up to be a started at, a starter. Excuse me. At this point, Jamison Tyler uh, Taylor, excuse me, disagrees. Who else here? Uh, Gregory says it's good as long as he can stay healthy. And that's the part where the Cowboys are rolling the dice, right? If you keep Tyron Smith, you're rolling the dice on a guy that has been notoriously hurt over the last few years. And I get that. And I get that. This is my this is my point of view. I agree with bringing him back. I would have probably agreed to bringing him back just overall with the same deal that he's been under for the last few years, right? But if you're if you're adding a pay cut to the extension to to the conversation, excuse me, that is a game changer for me because I think this becomes a major win for Dallas. Several things are clear, and we're going to list them here. Number one, Tyron Smith, and we'll get into the when healthy part, but when he can play, he remains one of the best to do it in the entire NFL, especially at his position, left tackle. We're going to put an asterisk to what he had to do last year, play right tackle, which was impressive in and of itself, just coming back late in the season, playing a position that you have not played pretty much during your entire NFL career and looking decent while doing it. That was a win for Tyron Smith, by the way. And keep in mind, um, he, he didn't play like two games. It was more than that. So something to put on the table and something to consider. When Tyron Smith can play, he remains one of the best tackles in football. Now, the Cowboys do have a need, man, at offensive line. You can call it a need for depth. You can call it a need for, you know, your starting lineup. But there's a need at the line. And you got to take that into account. Now, how are you going to address that need if it isn't this way? Because I've heard the, you know, wait until the draft and grab your guy. But you're already handcuffing yourself to doing that in the first place. Conversely, with this move, if the Cowboys do reach that reworked deal, as this report seems to suggest will happen quickly, then you're, you know, you're having some flexibility thanks to this particular move while saving cap space and retaining a player that you know can play. 
And we'll get into the decision as to how he'll actually line up and, you know, uh, how he'll factor into the Cowboys 2023 offensive line. But I don't see how this isn't a win for Dallas. I'm sorry. I know that we have we have been scared because of Tyron Smith's health. But I think that sometimes we're acting as if the guy has not played at all in over three years when that is not the case at all. Uh, so I'm going to say that. Let's see here. Let's see what you guys have to say. Toxic Tom says, no, stop rolling the dice and build the team a proper way. These gambles usually don't work here. So tired of this front office. Kind of a, a spoiler alert here, but I'm going to say this too. Every NFL team rolls the dice in these type of players. They do more, and it's okay to complain about the Cowboys not doing that extra bit of you know, of decisions that have separated great teams like the Chiefs. And I'm I'm not going to say that the Eagles are this kind of dynasty, but they had a pretty cool offseason last year and they yielded the, uh, and, and the results were there, right? Uh, they were very clear. They made the Super Bowl, even, even though they didn't win it. But my point here is those front offices roll the dice with these type of players frequently. Do they do more? Yes. That part, fair to complain about. But I think that pretty much every successful front office rolls the dice in these type of players that have the curriculum that Tyron Smith has and that might be coming off injuries and they can get players at a discount. How much time would Tyron Smith last in the open market? Very little. It would be very little time because a team would take a similar risk. Uh, of course, we need to see the numbers. When this comes out, if this is like a half a million dollar discount, then I, I agree with, you know, this being a potential issue. But I don't mind at all the Cowboys to get a reworked contract with Tyron Smith. You lower his cap number, you address your need for depth at the offensive line, and you know what? He might even get to start. We'll talk about that shortly here on the show. Gregory says, if we had a replacement for him, I would bring him back, but we don't. Exactly. And the and the tackles that are going to be available in this free agency period, they are going to be expensive, and they do not come question mark free. Juwan Taylor from the Jacksonville Jaguars is going to be one of the top free agents this uh, this year, and he's not. He's far from the perfect offensive tackle, and the same for many other players like Orlando Brown. From the Chiefs, he was not tagged. Uh, he's going to hit free agency. He's going to be expensive. And he's not going to have, like, uh, he's going to have question marks. Like, performance question marks. I'm not talking about staying healthy or not. Just pure football level. When healthy, these guys are not, like, perfect or anything like that. So, the idea that you can address it in free agency and get somebody else in free agency to me is a little bit optimistic and operating under that reality of the circumstance of the NFL free agency period. I'm happy about bringing back Tyrant Smith and I'm happy, whatever the role is, whether he's asked to start at left tackle or whether he's asked to be basically this year's version of Jason Peters and be the swing tackle for the team, I'm fine with whatever they do with him. 
and I will and I will also touch on what the Cowboys should do at the position there. Let's see here, and we'll we're gonna talk about Hopkins. By the way, uh, John says I agree on Hopkins. Maybe there was a conversation going on on Facebook. We'll get into that when we get into the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Let's see here. Charlene Evans says, can Tyron be a swing tackle, especially with Steele coming off of an ACL injury? And I think this is a perfect moment to maybe pose a question to the chat. What would you like Tyron Smith's role to be in this scenario? Would you want him to start at left tackle, which in turn would mean Tyler, the youngster, at left guard? Or would you like Tyron Smith to be essentially demoted to being the team's swing tackle? What would you prefer, Tyron Smith, starter or swing? Let me know in the chat what is your take in that area. It's not going to be an easy decision for the Cowboys, in my opinion, because you need to look at it from different perspectives. And that's what I wanted to get into tonight. You've got Tyron Smith and you've got Tyler Smith. So there are several ways to look at this. Let's see some of your answers here, and we'll get into the answer here uh, on my personal answer. Swing tackles is Bruce. Michael goes with backup. Cleet says, put the best five starting, period. And that's an interesting way to look at it. Because it makes sense, like, you know, to me, it makes sense the, you know, getting the best five out there. But how much weight do you put into the injury factor for Tyron Smith? And how much weight do you put into Tyler Smith's own development? I think as much as I like the best five philosophy, I think we need to look at these factors as well. And the Cowboys should look at those factors as well uh, heading into the 2023 season. Jeff Clark says, I would love for him to be a starter, but I don't think that he can start every game. Uh, I think that you need to be a feeling starter, a feeling person, excuse me. Sebastian goes with swing. John says, healthy tyrant at left tackle. Gone says, toxic Tom. Army mom Heather also says, neither cut him. Swing for Gregory. Swing for double R. Michael goes with swing. Pretty much most of the answers have to do with him being a swing tackle. Katharina goes with starter. Swing goes with Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert, excuse me. It goes with uh, Gilbert. I was switching up those two words. Troy says, Tyron will be a swing to start because Steele will not be ready to destroy. That's also another factor that you need to keep in mind. Toxic Thompson's very expensive swing tackle. I mean, what are the numbers going to be, Right. If it's like a 50% pay cut, which I believe it could be, or even more just based on what the Cowboys would save if they cut him, it might be a large, large pay cut. So let's stay tuned for that because he might not be that expensive, not considering his talent. And also, I'm going to say, what are we doing here? Are we complaining about the Cowboys not managing the salary cap properly? and not fulfilling our idea of the salary cap being a myth? 
Yet for the players that we are not entirely sure about, we use the salary cap as an argument against keeping them. And I say this specifically to Tyron Smith because it's not like he has five years left on his deal. 2024 voids in his contract. So this is a contract year essentially for Tyron Smith. If you can agree to a reworked deal that not only lowers his cap space, but it's also not a signing bonus that impacts his his cap space numbers of the future, then how is that not a win? That's what I struggle with. That's what I personally struggle with. Are we gonna are we gonna say that this front office is being cheap with the salary cap and with cash yet not be sure about Tyron Smith because of the money side of things? I don't see that I don't see that being fair though. I don't see that being, you know, unbiased is what I'm trying to say here. So moving that money conversation aside because of that, I think it becomes a matter of two things. Number one, you know, to decide what his role is. Number one, how scared are you? of a re-injury for Tyron Smith because the Cowboys are the ones that have been working with his rehab. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, the re-injury risk is not as high as we would perceive it to be looking from the outside. But then again, I think that this is not only a Tyron Smith decision. I think it's also a Tyler Smith decision because not only... Do you have to balance his development? Not only do you have to balance the decision between A, I play him at guard with the risk of Tyron being injured and having to push him to tackle. And not only that, but also the long-term risk of, okay, we play 2023. Let's say that Tyron and Tyler play the full season. Now Tyron retires and I'm moving Tyler once more from left guard to left tackle, asking him to change positions one more time. There is risk to that too. But also, mostly, maybe, is what do you think of Tyler's development after year one? Like the front office needs to ask, and the coaching staff too, they need to ask themselves, are we more comfortable with Tyler just playing guard for now? Because maybe you're not entirely sold on him playing tackle. Not not sold enough to keep yourself from playing Tyron, who is a certified killer at left tackle. Yes, asterisk when healthy. I know that's a big asterisk, but but still. I would probably right now do this if I were the Cowboys. I would move forward thinking that Tyron Smith is my starter at left tackle. I'm sorry. I know that that won't sit well with many people here, but here's how I would approach things. I would enter free agency saying Tyron is my left tackle and Tyler is my left guard. And I don't want to sound like Stephen Jones right now, but I would target a left guard. I would I would target an interior offensive line. And I don't want to sound like him, but if the right guy is there and I can agree with uh, to something with him, then Tyron is my swing tackle. But 
going into free agency, and we don't even know if Conor McGovern will be back, but even if he is back, I think that I've got an adequate player, at most, at left guard. So if anything, you enter the draft more than likely looking for tackles slash guards. And if at the 26th overall pick, you can find a, a the best player available is an offensive lineman, then you go from there. But I, I do talk every year about free agency being this period in which you sort of eliminate needs. And I think that's what the Cowboys did or are going to do if, if they take this over the finish line and actually rework the deal with Tyron Smith. That's how I would look at it. Let's see here. Uh, unfortunately, says Army Mom Heather, we suck at free agency. D. Wayne Brown says, I, in Will I Trust? Yeah, man. We, Will McClay has been, let's be fair here, I know that we like to complain about a lot of stuff with the Cowboys, but I think that they've been a very, very good drafting team. Let's see here. Uh, what's good right now? Says Double R. Shout out to you, sir. Thank you for joining the show. If you keep him, start him. Says Sugar Daddy Williams. I would, I would probably be okay with with uh, keeping Tyrant Smith as a starter for now and being open to target the best player available moving forward. Let's see here. Russell says, Utah's, Utah's tight end is a rumor big time at 26. We talked about this last night, actually, in case you want to check that out. I think those are some loud whispers on the Cowboys side of things. Uh, three different big-named draft analysts slash insiders are mocking Dalton Kincaid to the Cowboys. Uh, hard to think that is a coincidence. Hard to think that Dane Brugler, Todd McShay, and Mel Kuyper all decided to put Dalton Kincaid's name at 26th for Dallas. I thought that was suspicious, especially because of the timing of it. It didn't happen in January. It happened right after the NFL scouting combine. So there might be something there. We talked about it last night. In case you want to check it out, I thought that was an intriguing pick in three different mock drafts. Anyways, we won't we won't circle back to it. To it, don't worry. Uh, Troy Dudley says ten million a year is pennies for a left tackle. Exactly, and I don't think that we realize this. I don't think that we realize just how much of a bargain Tyron Smith's contract was for the Cowboys because they secured this insane ten year deal at the time, and for a reason those have disappeared little by little from the NFL because players, maybe and, and agents decided to start seeking shorter-term deals and giving their players opportunities to, to cash in. So this, this deal is actually a bargain for, for Dallas. And, and like assuming that it's a reworked deal, then the Cowboys might be getting a literal all-pro for a big-time discount. So I will take that. I will take that any day of the week. I don't see how I don't see how this is a loss for the Cowboys. So that's why I'm confident in saying that 
uh, the Cowboys are working to land a big win. That's how I would perceive that uh, moving forward. Now, before we get out of here, though, it is time to talk about getting a really, really big name this offseason. Talk about that possibility and talk about how he could impact the Dallas Cowboys in 2023. More than anything, the stat of the week will center in how this kid is still the real deal. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. There's a lot of talk about the Dallas Cowboys seeking DeAndre Hopkins on a trade. There is a lot of talk about that. And I was thinking, who is DeAndre Hopkins in today's NFL? Who is he in 2023? Does he still got it? Because we have not heard as much about him as in recent years. But remember, he was dealing with a suspension. The Freeman Mazda stat of the week reflects that upon his return, he became the third most targeted player in the NFL, 93 targets. He was fourth in catches with 64. Uh, only had one drop, by the way. And he was sixth in explosive plays, 19 total. And there are some whispers here and there. Uh, a Phoenix in an Arizona insider reported, I'm sorry, I forget the name, Johnny. He reported that, the Cowboys are among those teams that are interested in seeking DeAndre Hopkins. The Cowboys have talked frequently about adding a playmaker, a really real difference maker. Uh, we've talked a lot about OBJ, but I'm assuming that Hopkins is a guy that they're looking squarely at. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, maybe, but Hopkins makes sense as a trade candidate because the Cardinals the Cardinals are in such a bad spot and they are maybe so pessimistic about Kyler Murray's status right now that if you were to bet who's going to win next year's Super Bowl, the Houston Texans and the Cardinals are the bottom two teams in the league. The Cardinals might go all in in their rebuild in 2023 and that means that DeAndre Hopkins might not be that expensive. And he does not have a no-trade clause because now, because of his suspension, that was canceled, essentially. DeAndre Hopkins still has it, as you can see from the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. My question from me to you is, from 1 to 10, how likely do you think a DeAndre Hopkins trade is? For the Dallas Cowboys. Let me know in the chat. And while you do that, and before I give you my answer, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. They're a family-owned business for over 65 years. They have been one. You can check them out over on their dealership at Irving, Texas, or you can check them out on their website, FreemanMazda.net. In there, you can check out their wide range of new and used vehicles as well as the features of every single one of these cars. And here on Primetime, as always, it is time for us to talk about the ride of the week. The 2024 CX-90 3.3 Turbo Preferred Plus All-Wheel Drive. 
This one starts at $47,900. It's got an all-wheel drive feature, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, Wi-Fi hotspot, which is a game changer, adaptive cruise control, a sunroof, third row sitting, and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 28 when you are in the highway. So make sure that you check out the Freeman Mazda right off the week. They made the they made the show possible, and they bring you the Freeman Mazda stat of the week. So let's see some of your answers here, from one to ten. How likely do you think is the Cowboys trade for a guy like Hopkins? Troy goes with one, minus one hundred and fifty-two. This is toxic Tom. Sonny goes with six. John goes with seven. Cleed goes with six. Four for Christian Garcia. Three for Army Mom Heather. Russell rides the fence. He goes with five. Dwayne Brown also does that. Uh, Katharina goes with seven. Sugar goes with uh, three. Juan Daniel goes with seven. Very, very varied answers, but most of them low. And listen. Listen. I, I will say that if I gave the Cowboys a six on this conversation then that would mean that I think that the Cowboys are more likely than not to trade for the Andrew Hopkins. So I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to ride the fence. So I'm going to go with a four, because even though I would predict the Cowboys to not trade for the Andrew Hopkins, I do think that they will add a wide receiver this offseason before the NFL draft. I do think they will get a relatively big name. I think that OBJ will be in play. I think that Hopkins will be in play. Maybe somebody else like Juju Smith-Schuster or something could be in play too. I'm just saying, I don't think that the Cowboys leave this untouched. I'm going to be optimistic enough to actually think that the Cowboys are going to make a, not a, not a big time splash, but they're going to make a big move at wide receiver. I, I'm going to bet on them actually going and, and getting that playmaker that they have talked about. Uh, Russell says Brandon Cooks. Lauren says I like Darius Slayton better than all of them from the Giants. I would I would probably lean towards Hopkins maybe on that conversation. But Slayton is good. Slayton is good. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I appreciate you joining the show. Tomorrow night and on Sunday, we're going to have big shows because, ladies and gentlemen, Free Agency Week is upon us next week. So that's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of coverage for you on the YouTube channel and Facebook channel. Of course, you can also check out Skywalker Steel's show every morning. But also make sure that you check out the website, adcsports.com slash Dallas. Let me tell you something. That partnership with the Arena Group and the Sports Illustrated Media Group. The site is looking clean. It's looking pretty. Go check it out if you have not done that yet. ADCSports.com slash Dallas. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you, Sugar, Charlene, Ines. I appreciate all of you. And as always, remember that primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. I will see you tomorrow, same time, 8 p.m. 
8 de la noche. Nos vemos. Muchísimas gracias. Adiós.